Do not listen to this while driving or when full alertness is needed. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I, I needed to do that. Next week, I'll bring those soups in. I like Campbell's soup. That just chicken and noodle. The last, I, when I was a kid, I used to pound it. got the less sodium one, too. Oh, I don't even know what that... I, I didn't have that as a kid. Yeah, as a no, kid. no, no, as a kid. Yeah. I popped yeah. that thing because when the... I still... Yeah, when the hoarding was going on, I went into the Safeway and there was nothing on the shelves when, the, when everybody was going nuts. And I'm like, maybe. I don't know. Worst case scenario, you got no food. You need canned food. So I got three pallets. Or I guess the like, cases are not pallets, but... Three things, so like, what is that? Case 24. 24, yeah, so yep. you're like 60-something. And uh, there I was, uh, was, putting them in the thing. I've had one can. I don't want it. Like, that's, I don't know why I bought a food that I wouldn't eat normally. I don't want that. All it does is bloat you. Like, it's just the saltiest thing in the world. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want this anymore. So now I'm going to give it away to people. And that's what you do when you, things that you don't want in your bougie house, you give to less fortunate folks. This is gross. They can have it. But somebody's going to like it. I just don't remember it being that salty. It's the same thing as when you try, like, Fruit Loops, which I used to eat oh. by the gallon. And as an adult, something happens to Fruit Loops. Every adult I ever talked to, they changed the flavor. Like, I think we changed. No, I think, we changed. I think we stopped eating yeah. just piles of sugar and milk. I can't handle sugar like I, I used oh. to do. I, Fruity Pebbles is still the only one that's exactly the same Barely. as when I was a kid. In there. Oh, Captain can, Crunch has been... Uh, Captain Crunch is just, it's consistent, but I can't tolerate having my mouth chopped open like that. Right. I, I can't eat. You want the when strips I was a kid, hanging off. Evidently, when I was a kid, I didn't mind having cuts in my mouth because I would eat Captain Crunch. And I had them. It would slice me up, and I'm like, that's no big deal. These are things 50-year-olds say, John. But I know. Like me. What, what happened to my tricks? Pickleball kicked my ass last night. <laughs> Did you play a little pickleball that's last night? That's a phrase I never thought I'd say ever. <laughs> Did it? You're yeah. doing it wrong. No, or, just, or you're in terrible shape. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pickleball that's, should that's not it, be 100%. Yeah, I've played solo like I, pickleball. I think I bruised my heel. It's I think not, I pulled a hammy. You have to work really hard to get tired at pickleball. No, we were playing three men. So so it's one against Cut two, throat. and then you rotate. Cutthroat, yeah. We were playing one, one on one. And I was sweating because it was humid. But then at the end, I'm like, that was fun. And Mark Stebbings, who's way overweight and out of shape. <laughs> I mean, oh. He's time. He's uh, well, I, he sits next to me at the Suns games, and I'm like, thank God the people didn't show up last night next to us so I could scoot over one so I could have two seats because he is fat. I don't know when it happened, but it's big. And uh, yeah, he was huffing and puffing. I thought I was going to have to take him to the ambulance. I'm like, it was pickleball, man. <laughs> We're playing tiny, tiny tennis with wiffle balls. With wiffle balls. You gotta, you gotta be in better shape than this. You're not going to make it much. I've got. A fake hip and a fake arm, and I'm not doing what you're doing. This is a, this is bad. <gasps> one more game. I'm like, I don't think you have one more game in you, pickleball. <laughs> uh, do you know what I think we should do is play let's sit and be quiet game for a little bit and get your heart back in order. How about we go to Pot Belly and grab a couple sandwiches? That sounds good. You'll get one more game out of him. You say one more game for Pot Belly. Oh, man. Yeah, that'll get him out of it. Then I roll him over to his side. Stand him up on his feet if I can find where his feet are because he's perfectly round now. (laughs) 
But yeah, pickleball shouldn't beat you up. It should make you go, wow, that was all right. That was pretty good. If pickleball's beating you up, you've officially crossed the line. And anybody who says, well, you're not trying hard enough, you can come watch grown-ups play pickleball, and you can work. But it shouldn't, uh, you I get so much rest. Comedian, no matter what, when you get to the certain age, you know, when you the 50, getting yeah. out of the chair. Oh, you make noises and stuff. Those there's no stuff, question. it's like, oh, man. But I'm if pickleball's beating you up, you're, you're not. There's rest between each thing. Like you're not, it's not a constant Played some exertion. long rounds last night. You, 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 it's stop like two it. hours, two hours solid. It. There's like t- every, because there's no time limit on when you're just sitting there with your hands on your knees going, <gasps> okay. Hold on. One, two, two, one, two, two. <laughs> one, two, two. All right, serve it. I gotta wait. So one, two, two. It's one to two. One, two, two. That was a long rally. One, two, two. Okay, hold on. <gasps> okay, two, two, two. Good drop. Two, two, two. That was a good one. Okay, you guys need water break at two, two, two. Lisa plays with uh, with gals. There's at, my point. All right, there it is right there. Lisa plays pickleball, too. There you know it's not a sport. <laughs> now it's not a sport. But it's funny. You see their group, and it's just the They're four ladies tired. standing at the net. Yeah. Anything beyond that, they're not running. They're All the commercials for pickleball crack me up because it's like, come to Robeson Homes Adult Communities, and there's just four people standing within like a foot of each other, just, <laughs> kink, just having. They don't move, but they were. There's no reason to move. It's a wiffle ball. It's not, and, and even if you hit it hard, it just goes by. You're like, all right, good shot. Two, two, two. <laughs> Water break. I play at Bougie uh, Paradise Valley Country Club with Mark. And the old guys come out in gear. They've got the white collared shirt, the white shorts. And, they're like, and they stay, they do the stance. And it's the funniest thing in the world to watch real old men play pickleball. Because the other guy goes, all right, zero, zero, one. And he hits it and it just floats by. And the guy takes two steps and he can barely take him. And he goes, whiffs at it. Ah, great serve. And that was like eight miles an hour. There was nothing to that serve. Ah, way over there, though. Just had a family friend come out. Okay. The national oh. <laughs> pickleball tournament here in Phoenix. Of course, the national is here. Sure. How old is this family friend? 60. Yeah, there you go. Linda Thompson. It's a woman. She's playing mixed. She's ranked, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure her parents are proud. Oh, wait, they're dead. <laughs> I think one's alive. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Not making the trip, though. <laughs> No, not allowed to fly well, anymore. Not traveling to lungs see their daughter explode. play. Compressed air makes her lungs explode. Probably shouldn't travel to her daughter's championship. If you say championship in the age of 60, I'm no longer interested. Speaking of traveling, guess who's coming out next year? Okay. Not your parents. February. You nailed it. Your no. mom and dad are going to hop on a plane and I try to make it. they couldn't travel. Booked. It was too good of a deal. Oh, We're going for it. man. You're going to put Torp on a plane. He's just going to be a lump at your house Ow. the whole time. No, he's 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 active again. No, he's not. What? You know what that's called? There's a word for that. It's called the rally. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, he's no, no, but no, no, no. I was going to say denial. In, in, you're not letting me finish. In hospice, they call it the rally. The rally? Yeah, right before they die, they start, they, they're themselves again for a little bit. We've been rallying for a while. Eh, you've told me stories where he's down most of the day. John, he how many sleeps your... a lot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, how do you entertain a sleeping man? You sleep next to him. That's about it. How many of your dogs at the end had a rally? Uh, two. All of them, didn't they? No. Oh. Well, you know, you'd have moments where you're like, hey, she seems great. And then, oh boy. 
But that's me looking for it. Like the, like the hey, hospice the workers time, say that there's know. people sit up, they'll start walking again if they haven't walked. They'll talk if they haven't talked for a long time. They'll tell jokes. They'll goof around. You're like, oh. But yeah, I'm worried about this, Brady. Because if there's you, 90 days, there's yeah. you know, you, <laughs> I just I don't want torp to go down on the plane. Your family has a history of dying in weird places. I don't want it's, to put that. I don't it, want to put that. It is not fine. Well, yeah. you know who it's not fine for? Sorry for the people that would yeah, be the traveling. Guy the guy sitting time. next to yeah. him. That's who it's not uh, fine. Uh, Putting an 88 year old who's not in the best of condition next to me on a plane is like, oh no! I had a lady die on me on a flight once. It's not comfortable. Die on you? Yeah, she died right on me. And Dallas to Phoenix flight. I remember that story? Yeah, her, she oh yeah. Started to wobble. I was in the. I was in the window. She was in the middle, and her husband was in the aisle. She starts going. Oh. He finished her meal. Oh, I would. If we had well, a meal on that flight, I would have taken it. <laughs> but it would have just been like saltless mash because I don't think she could eat. And she, her makeup started to play tectonic break off of her face and slide. Oh no! Like she had chunk, like big cake makeup on it. Went and it would just start moving. She's sweating so hard underneath all the makeup, and then her head hit my shoulder. And she was out. And then I didn't even, I'm like, uh-oh, this old lady's asleep on me. And then her husband's smacking her, going, wake up, wake up, please wake up, please wake up. And I'm like, ah, ha, 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 what's happening? <laughs> and they, they're like, is there a doctor on the, and then, of course, you hear the one guy go, I'm a dentist. I ask doctor. again if there's a real doctor on the plane. Dentite, dentite. Yeah, and then I had to move one row back <laughs> while some phony doctor went up and treated her. And uh, I think she died. But Geneva got a wedding ring out of that deal. Yeah, hey, I got well, the finger. I sucked her, sucked her ring finger. Some jewelry off. <laughs> and I got that uh, amethyst right <laughs> off of her hand. She's not going to need this anymore. And since she died on me, you kind of owe me. Tell you what, I'll trade you that we'll ring for a, trade you that ring for a griddle. That would have been a good move. That would have been a solid move to steal that dead lady's jewelry for a griddle. <laughs> All right, John, to carry on a theme, I have a big question for Brady. Yeah. Will his dad be buried in Ohio or Cuba? Oh, man, that's a great question. Because <laughs> Brady's classic answer to that was, I'd be buried in Ohio because that's where my family is. <laughs> right. And then in, in right. Gilbert, you heard, because <laughs> his family in Gilbert's like, oh. Family. Oh. <laughs> well, I'd be buried in Ohio where my family lives. Oh, Brady. <laughs> Terrible answer. Ronnie had to sign papers. <laughs> that noise brought to you by the pain and suffering of emotional guilt. Ronnie had to sign something saying that she'll be buried in Ohio as well. <laughs> Is that right? Even though there's no reason for her to be there ever. <laughs> yeah, pretty good stuff. Anyway, how about uh, we just get ready for Thanksgiving with Seven Dust Bitch? Because yeah. that word's going to get thrown at somebody at your Thanksgiving you! table. You bitch! This happens every Thanksgiving! So seven dust, bitch, and it's appropriate because uh, uh, you know Lejean is a black guy, and there's going to be those awkward moments too, where Grandpa meets your new black boyfriend, and it's just going to be weird. Thanksgiving is strange, interracial everything. What's it? Wait, wait a minute. What happened to your daughter? Oh, this is now my son, Trevor. What? The daughter is now a son. Ah. Last night, bitch, when I found out. Uh, Bunny had made plans to come out in February. She FaceTimes us. Oh, on and purpose? It was, it was five minutes of, one, trying to get her video on. She's there. I mean, you're laughing so hard because it's just like yeah, the commercial yeah. that you see. I, I can't. Well, let's try. And then you hear dad barking out stuff. and then, then the video comes on, and it's, she doesn't have the angle because she's doing it off a, a pad. Right. And, and it's one of those shots where it's going right up her gut. She's in cans. It's like funny cans. 
That's Kirby, weird. look away! Why? Why? It's it's uh oh it's it's the bunny <laughs> cam. <laughs> it is. It's oh like, god! It's showing me, and then it's upside down, and then it's oh. Baby, if my <laughs> had eyes, this is what it would see. <laughs> oh god, mom! Turn your OnlyFans off! Come on, mom! I can't deal with <laughs> cam anymore. Very good. You get a shot from my vest. Then dad's head in the background every now and then. Hey, hey, at least it's not in the foreground, is it? Down there. Uh, is dad naked? Hey, look, it's uh, Tom Bogan starring in Bunny's <laughs> camp. Finally get it straightened out. 30 seconds of... Okay, thanks. All right, thanks for calling. While she was on the phone with you, did you hear... Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching in the back while, while C-cam was working? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Brady. I've got my fans kicking in. What is that you want me to do? If they put my finger on it, they'll give me more. Oh, God, Mom. We're coming out for February. I've made just enough. What are they coming out for? Your birthday? Yeah. Nice. That's good. Well, I'm glad. I'm nervous for Torp, though. They're calling to get, you know, approval from Ronnie. Is that okay? Oh, passive-aggressive approval. Holiday Get ready. Is it okay if we come up? What's she supposed to say? No. Even if she doesn't want him out, she's got to say yes. Well, she said no the last the she couple should. of times. Just to give it a try. Yeah. Is it all right if we come out? Oh, you're inviting yourself out? Yes. No, they're uh, saying no, if, the, not, if that's good. a good time of the year. Sure it is. Where are you going? I go, yeah. So everything's there coming out to hang out with you? For so. How long? A week. Oh, wow. And you pile them back on a plane and fly them home? Nope. Nope. You're probably not going to make it. <laughs> All right. The rally. What is it? The rally rally might end. I was just reading about the rally the other day. Hospice workers call it the rally. I thought uh, it was a full rally the weekend I went back. Well, you're confident. Because he he played golf. Yeah. He went to the Ohio State game. I mean, he played 13. My old man friend, uh, Fred, his wife always says, when you're here, he's just up and I'm like, I'm adrenaline. That's all that is. He's excited to see somebody that does stuff. Yeah. He's sick of looking at his wife, Paula. That's 70 years in the making. They've been married for 70 years. You don't look at that all the time. But wherever you're going, it, it throw in an added five to ten minutes longer. to Five to ten's a nice You day. know, getting from the car to a restaurant or whatever. Now, the worst thing about Fred is he still likes to drive. I'm driving. And then I'm like, no, no. And then they want me to drive their cattle. And it's a nice car. And I put some I put some speed on I'm that. beating They don't it. really drive it like I you're, you're blowing out the carbon. It's yeah, they, they, it's got like 18 miles on it. They've had it for a couple of years. You got to get new cars. They're amazing people. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. I would never put Fred on a plane though. Oh my. That just getting through the airport. That ordeal. Holy Moses. Oh, Again, that could that could change. Fingers crossed. I like that a 88 year old man's making plans in advance. Yeah. Making vacation plans. That's good stuff. I don't make plans. I don't think I'm going to make it to next week. I'm not even going to Dallas next week. So I'm like, ah, eh, I didn't have time to make this work. Uh, it's going to be too it's hard amazing. for me. I, I, I look at it the same way. I hate traveling. Awful. All those people, planes. Ugh. If it weren't for the people, traveling would next be amazing. Next week. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. KUPD. The best of the morning sickness is on the air. KUPD. Do any of you people do any actual work? The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, I got an email I got to find here. We talked about Christmas parties yesterday. I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, I, uh, we talked about Christmas parties yesterday. And we said, you know, be careful. Don't be that one. And yesterday, uh, people down in the sales department who listened, uh, who weren't here, who was the person that you talked about that was grabbing squanches at the Christmas party? I'm like, ah. Oh, of course, we named names last night or uh, yesterday afternoon down with the sales department. We're not going to do that here on the air. But we're talking about that. And then the other one I forgot about was there was an incident at one of KDKB's events where a couple of salespeople did some things and all of them were fired the next day. And just, you know, you're always a representative of your work at a work event. Tonight, Four Peaks, uh, we're going to be out there doing Holmberg Bound. Uh, listeners, we are representing this. This is We are at work. And you can have a couple of pops, but the next thing you know, if your wiener's out and you're screaming at everybody and you're banging it off the forehead, you're getting fired the next day. It's a work event. Just because you were at the bar doesn't mean uh, you aren't representing. Well, this lady emails and says, so you guys talk, this is great, you talked about Christmas parties at work yesterday morning, uh, and I didn't listen. I've been up all night. I got drunk at our afternoon Christmas happy hour and then went back into the office with my boss and did stuff with him. He was at his desk, and I was pleasing him, and I was drunk. Beware of the margaritas. I'm horrified to try to go into work this morning. I'm debating whether or not to call in sick. No texts or contacts with him since I left the party. So just a little lesson to everybody out there. The morning sickness gives out sage advice, and I just didn't listen. Signed, Samantha. Oops. Samantha, if this this makes you feel any better, (laughs) you blew the box. You think you're horrified. Your boss is horrified. That's very true. (laughs) Times two. That's really true. But Samantha did her deed uh, under the desk. And he, the reason he hasn't texted you is that. And no, you're not going to date. It's not, it's not a long-lasting relationship, the girl who blows you at the Christmas party. Usually that is not the first. Oh, boy. And that's where it turns oh, for the boss, boy. man. He didn't text me back. So what shall we tell Samantha to expect today? The odd email, maybe, at her work or a note on her desk or wherever it is. No, no, it would be a talk, if anything. That's it's what I'm saying. Be, yeah. Meet me in my office yeah. a little bit. Not a big deal. It just it was something that happened at the Christmas party. Move on. And he's going to say, and if it doesn't come up, don't bring it up. Yeah. Don't be a girl. It didn't happen. It just, yeah, he's blanking it out of his brain, and so should you. Don't get all emotional that you, you let your guard down and you gave up your... You wanted to be there in the yeah. moment. He wanted to be there in the moment. I gave you part of me, my morality. I, I gave it away and trusted you. Oh boy, here we go. Don't do that. You're gonna. Everybody's gonna get fired. Maybe you did all those things, but yeah, you did them. So it's not his fault that you decided to give him a mouth hug under his desk, and all of a sudden the next day he's nervous, and you're ner- you're gonna get a talking to. And if you don't, consider yourself lucky. I'd rather not talk about it ever again. Then have him call me into the office and go, is everything okay? Because that's just, ugh. Because then, you, then you've both acknowledged that it occurred. Maybe he's just going to act like it never happened. Men in black, And you can't one. get upset if, um, you know, like if you thought, oh, this would um, solidify us going into a relationship. No. No. It, it doesn't necessarily. Think about this. This is, this is very rarely the story you would tell your grandkids. So then I got drunk and blew your granddad under the desk, and that's how we started dating. It's not a way things progress. It's it's uh, it's whore's night out is what it is, and you don't really want that to be your kickoff. So, you know, very few people have that story of, ah, I met her, at the, she, we used to work together, and then we got drunk, and she blew me, and then I started dating her, and then we got you kids. It does. That's not how it works. Now, it, what happens if boss man comes back and like, 
go out and have a drink next week. Right. Uh, well, and then you got to start weighing you whether or not you want to have a drink next week. Yeah. But she's a chick, so is she going to be mad if he ignores it? Yes. And like, oh, so that meant nothing for yes. you. My there's, mouth hugs meant nothing. There. Yes. And that's what she, we're telling her right now, Samantha, you have got to be a boy about this. Actually, send some pictures in. We'll see. We'll we'll let you know. Yeah, let's see. Because if yeah, maybe she's a little bit uh, you know desperate for love. Yeah. Oh, but here's the thing: you can't go in and be a girl, like Brett said. You can't go in there and feel like you've given up your virtue. Yeah. And that he's taken advantage of you. You got on your knees. You inserted stick A into slot B. This is on you at a certain point, 50-50. You're both responsible. You can't go in and say, you did this to me. And don't play boss employee card. You didn't feel coerced. If you got under the... Unless he said, I'm going to fire you for this if you don't do it. And then yeah. you got something. Otherwise, you, under your own strength, hit your knees and played horror at the Christmas party. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. But so long as you knew your role. Your role was horror that day. And his role was providing a horror a meal. And it's that big thing they do on Channel 3, uh, the Christmas horror, horror meals. Yes. Yeah, I love those. You go down to the mall and take a, a name off a tree and give a horror meal. Oh, it's the best. The Christmas. <laughs> the Christmas horse. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a dead tree. It's a behind the Christmas angel tree, but the orphans and the Christmas horse. You provide a meal to a whore for the holidays. That's it. You can't go in there and be emotional. But There's zero emotion attached to this. How do you tell a girl there's zero emotion on this? Of course, she's emailing and listening to us, so maybe she's got a little bit of all righty to her. You know, you know what, you boys are right. I have to man up on yeah. man up, lady. And Kim, Kim Petras, this one, and you wonder like if he's married or she's attached right. or doesn't I mean, matter. Ooh. It happened. Move on. Yes. Just keep going. Oh, I forward. agree, yeah, but this, she's a chick. Yeah, I know. I don't know. This train has to keep moving. It can't back up. And it's going to take at least a mile to stop. So don't don't learn from this lesson, right? Like we told you yesterday, try to control yourself. At the, if you're the girl who blows guys when you get drunk, don't get drunk at work. Don't. I know it's going to happen again. All right. That uh, like I said, the uh, the girl who played the Brian Adams music for me when I was my uh, you know the first real girlfriend when I first uh, started knowing her, we'd go to these Tony Roma's parties and she was a hostess, seventeen years old. And we go to these drinking parties after uh, work and stuff at apartments and this and that. And the next thing you know, you'd you'd hear a few people woo woo and woo 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 woo. And that, what's going on? Oh, she's got her shirt off again. She was the girl who couldn't keep her shirt on. That's the other one. That she'd get a couple of pops in her, and the yeah. next thing you know, her boobs were out every time. I was at a, par- a second story apartment. I think the guy's name was Paul, who had the apartment. And I wasn't dating her yet, but I liked her. And I and at the time, that made me like her more. I know better now few pops get a couple of shots in there woo, 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 woo. oh where is she everybody knew what it was like a howl like a call to us we go outside and there she's teetering on the balcony edge with her shirt off and her underwear ready All to right. dive into the pool two it's stories Mardi down. and i was like oh they love that girl and i started dating it so it's like as soon as brian adams came on you knew the top was off <laughs> right, and right. she's walking around it's like a theme music see but that's i, I banged emotion into her so oh, she stopped okay. taking her shirts off she started to realize what How the dare you was. Ruin her. i wrecked her what i wrecked her what's wrong with you <laughs> i turned into a decent girl for a, got little a four while. page letter out of that deal. that's true four i wish it's the bible <laughs> half of it was just brian adams lyrics <laughs> Yeah, this is what Topless Girl turned into, which is the bipolar extremes of I like to take my shirt off when I'm drunk, and then when we break up, 
and a couple years later, I got to send you Brian Adams lyrics. And then I'm sure her top came off a few times after that. She went back to her old ways after she realized that love had died. Thank God. Bottom line, Samantha, you did something fun at the Christmas party. Uh, it's like you won pin the tail on the donkey. It's no big deal. Move on. Move on. Now even the chicks are emailing it. Haha, but was the boss hot? Right. <laughs> right. And can you, can you get any, uh, you know, you can also use this as leverage. Uh, John De Pascale says, uh, go into your boss's office this morning after you have a big crispy cream donut glaze all over your mouth and go, morning, Bob. We're going to talk about yesterday or what? Just glaze your mouth <laughs> like you haven't washed up since. Samantha better save that blue dress just in case. Right. And don't do that crap either. That Monica Lewinsky and her friends were evil saving the drenched clothes. You made that decision. Yeah, maybe he's a bad guy. Maybe he's a good guy. He just wanted a BJ from... The desperate girl at the party who's willing to do it. Samantha, this is sort of your fault. You were not a victim here. Well, this guy throws it out too. Ray says, uh, well, there's the other side of the coin. What if What if it was so good that he's thinking about getting another one? Right. And then you got to start saying, waiting. Drink yeah. next week. Weigh yeah. those options. But don't just climb under his desk every time he asks. At least get, you know, get some to-go. <laughs> you know, make him order some Subway. You know, he's your boss. If it was just some rando... That you're going to just hump it in an F, buddy? Fine, whatever. You don't need to go on dates, but it's your boss. That's going to end ugly if you're the office floozy that blows the man. The problem is if uh, if it wasn't so covert. In other words, People everyone know. saw him stumbled yeah, in there. That's where. Well, I don't know. I couldn't tell by the letter if they were at an event and then went back to the office. Yeah. Or if the event was at the office and they snuck into his office. I don't know how they're, I don't know the dynamics of their building. But what I do know is she's the best employee. Employee of the year. Probably 2022's employee of the year. Samantha, the BJ queen. Good for you. Oh. And to the boss, if you're listening, what were you thinking? I know what you were thinking. But now what are you thinking? You regret it? Of course you regret it. Or are you going to go for it? Everybody's getting fired. the only reason you got it because you were boss? Oh, man. If she played that card early, yeah. she's going to blow the bus. She didn't blow some subordinate. Anyway, good luck out there with all of you. But these Christmas parties, I tell you what. Trouble, trouble. You can't do that. And again, it goes back to that. That is such a real thing. Do not uh, blow the boss. where you eat. Oh. Or blow the ball. <laughs> that doesn't. Now, wait a minute. That doesn't go for you guys. <laughs> I mean, because technically. Well, damn. I mean, I'm right here waiting for it's been 20-something We've years. We've been having drinks every Friday for 21 years. <laughs> I've been trying to get Brady drunk for nearly a quarter of a century. It's still nothing. Nothing. But, yeah, the uh, it's... Christmas parties. Bad hey, news. The, the tough thing for the boss, too, is if a, if a Linda trip does get her ear. And oh, starts she can't poisoning say, that well. And that's the, there's a worrisome thing right there is that she's told us. So she's got some confidant at work that she's leaned on to. And you're right. It could be a Linda trip. It's like, well, you can't just, you know, if he doesn't say anything, he took advantage of you. Like, oh, don't get that drilled in your head. Samantha, nobody took advantage of you. Don't let that bitter girl next to you that doesn't like the boss start telling you how you were taken advantage of, and this is bad for your... No, stop it. You got on your knees. You did it. And it doesn't sound that way, by any means, why she's... Well, she emailed us, so she's mouthing off. I mean, she did go to a 
She hit the release valve with us. At least that's a good thing. Yeah, like, I got to get this off my chest. Oh, amongst other things, probably. She hit his release valve. Yeah, she, yeah everybody had a release valve. <laughs> yeah. A little steam came out of the vent. Good God. Oh, these people. Pigs. Am I trying to stop BJ's? No! Trying to stop the emotion that comes with them afterwards. Oh, that poor boss he's driving in this morning. Just wondering, what what am I about? What wood chipper am I going to walk into? And your silence is going to make him more nervous. Like, you not acknowledging it? He's got to say something. Because he might want to try to ignore it, but that's just going to eat him alive. As It depends on his status as boss, too. Oh, this is terrible. Ah. Oh. Next thing you know, you got lawyers crawling around. You got paperwork. It's just a blowjob. Really enjoyed the Christmas party last night. Thank you. <laughs> Hope you had a good time too. Right. If you need to, that's not a bad idea. Just fire off a, a little note that says, "If you need to talk to me, I'm here for you." That's uh, it. Then you're acknowledging it. No, you're not. I don't know. Uh, maybe you're. Don't right. email. Yeah, you don't want any. You don't want a paper trail. Good. Point. No texts either. Wander over to her yep. face to face if you want to talk. Pop in my office. If you don't, we're cool. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to talk? I'm, it's up to you. You drive. You lead. Yeah. This dance is yours. We're done here. Yeah. And next thing you know, she's in the office again, and you start plumping up. It's like, oh, no. It's Pavlovian. Boss, don't you, don't go up to her QB and go, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guzzler? <laughs> Somebody's belly's full. Is <laughs> oh. <laughs> your little baby on the baba. Don't do that. <laughs> These are things you shouldn't do. Baby on the baba can't be said at all at the office for the next three months. Even if you see a baby on the baba. You know who that reminds me of? <laughs> Samantha. She likes sucking, too. Say, Samantha, you <laughs> suck. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Yeah, don't talk to Samantha about anything other than like, hey, you want to meet me later? In the Well, then that might be construed as like, come give me another one. Yeah. Ah, you're in a pickle, sir. It may play out. You're in a pickle. And what if it does? Now you're in a, now you're in a lo- never-ending cycle of nonsense. Somebody wrote uh somewhere there's a Samantha Samantha's having an awkward time with her boss. If by chance there's another coworker also listening, you guys just gave them confirmation. I don't know if that's hey, a she real emailed name. in. She yeah, yeah, that's not us. I don't know this. I don't even know where she works. So it could be any Samantha blowing the boss. <laughs> If you, if you work Some with a Samantha, cleaning, yeah. Cleaning yeah. Business. if you work with a Samantha, there's a chance. It's her. It's not a super. Oh, man. I don't know. Good luck, though. If, and if you work with, here's the other thing. If you work at a place where there's a Samantha and she doesn't show up to work today, she blew the boss. <laughs> and you had a Christmas party yesterday. Well, you know what? There are enough clues here where yeah. we can figure this out. If your boss looks nervous and wobbly-legged and Samantha looks full, that's the team. That's supposed to be a safe one, too. A Tuesday, oh, Tuesday night Christmas those party are the or ones. Tuesday, a Tuesday afternoon. afternoon, happy hour. It ends at 5. But I, I have a feeling they ran it back to the office, knowing no one was there. Everybody was at the party. Everybody went home from there. Like, Don't worry about it. I left my card open. Nah, you guys just help yourself. Exactly. I'll be right back. I'll cover the bill. and then. 25 minutes later, he comes back smiling, looking at everybody going, you know that girl, Samantha, in accounts receivable? I know her better than you. <laughs> There's a baby that swims in her belly that isn't my loin. What? It's Braveheart. Never mind. Pay the bill. Anyway, Samantha, thanks for the email. These are the types of things I love. They lean on us. 
We got our thing coming up. We got the Wednesday afternoon. Is it today? No, no, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Wednesday. No. And Trip gets that margarita machine going. Next thing you know, we're all in there blowing him. It's crazy. <laughs> next. <laughs> Every office door closed. Right. <laughs> Just steam and stink everywhere. <laughs> Ugh. Sisu trees and salmon. What's going on in here? Christmas party. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not walking down the KDKB hall. Ew. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ew. You painted the picture. Ew. It smells like the toilet's backed up down here. Oh, it's Katie Kibbe's Christmas party. It smells like old sewage and rogue tampons. John's what are they cleaning pants. up with? My sweatpants. I, I found my old eighth grade sweatpants. They're in here. Somebody composting back here? <laughs> it's the new KDKB compost heap. <laughs> and KSLX just smells like Voltaren and Centrum Silver. Insure. <laughs> arthritis medicine and, and like chocolate insure bottles everywhere. Everybody's passed out. Dirty ARP carts yeah. thrown all over the place. Half of Viagra's laying around them. They puked them up. I drank and took a Viagra. Got half a heart on it. Threw up all over the floor. Anyway. Good luck to all of you. Oh. Now I'm getting emails from ladies. What if the boss is hot and Samantha liked it? Could be sort of a power sex scenario. A little something, something to make the workdays a little more interesting. That would be all well and good, Janet. But you're a woman and you know better than all of us. You guys can't do that. Eventually, she's going to turn to her boss and go, What's going on here? What are we doing? It's a broad thing. It's, it's a gonna, it's girl thing. Yeah. You guys have that because after a while you feel like, you know, is this all there is? And he's thinking, this is all there That's is. It. And we can't say that to you, because, especially when you're the boss, because now you're going to go, oh, I was just some sort of sex rag doll at work. Yes. I'm suing. We can't have that. Janet, it's a great, it's great for you to say, Janet, but we've been trained at a certain time to realize that that's an impossibility. Play the game. And then you get into our game and you realize how we play it. And you don't like the rules. It flipped around. A guy, you know, on the other side gets clingy. And what do you call and him? Then we have some more. What do you call him? He's being a chick. Yep. Yeah. I thought we were in love. I'm the office whore. Like, the girl never says that, but a guy was like, wait a minute, this was just about us having some fun, I thought. It's like Jeff Dye, the comedian. He's like, you know, once they start telling me they love me, I'm like, we've had some fun. I'm done here. I told you right off the bat, I'm not in it for any emotion. Trying to communicate that. Right. I'm just, I want to have a good time, make you laugh. We'll smile. We'll have fun until it's no longer fun for you. And you start wanting more things. And I'm just not capable. And he says it. And no one will accept that kind of honesty. I'm immature. You don't want me as a boyfriend. I'm a bad guy. Uh, Let's not, let's not pretend that's truth. And the second you start saying, but I really love you. I can't do that. I'm incapable of it. I'm emotionally uh, immature. I can love you. You're a jerk. I've been telling you that the entire time. You firing that off is just turning the lights on the billboard I gave you that says I'm a jerk. Why are you doing this to me? I'm not doing anything to you. I've told you the whole time. The sky is blue. The roads are straight. I don't know why this is happening. Janet, it sounds great, but we're all trained to believe that it's going to go sideways. Oh, this Christmas party BJ's. Next oh. week. 
just increase. <laughs> I know. Do you? Do the we stop? Parties are going to be <laughs> heavier we, and heavier. Oh, it's it's and nobody learns their lesson. Do you stop? Like, let's say we see Larry is our boss, and I don't know if there's, uh, you know, anybody here in the building that would be interested in Larry. But let's say there is. With, and would with you a couple stop of drinks it? under the belt? You see her got a couple of drinks. She's getting a little handsy on the old Lair Bear. Do we go over and go, Larry, this is a bad idea? Or do we let Larry have no, that? With Larry, no, with Larry, we let him go. We let him go. But Larry's going to get emotional. There's a sense to it. He would be. He's going to kill her. I mean, Kennedy's head had a better chance. <laughs> he would be Samantha at that point. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. He'd be, Sam- he'd be under are the desk. We after this? <laughs> <laughs> are we all right? That's heaven. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, you talk back into the left. I mean, Jackie's going to be crawling up, picking up brains of that poor girl when Larry finally unloads. Her head's going to blow back. It's going to be like scanners. But do you stop it as a friend, as a coworker? Hey, as the consigliari, do I wander over to Larry? Don't. Not work. Not at work. Or do you just go get him, buddy? He's a man. He's got to make his own decisions. I agree with that, but that man affects me. I almost, uh, there's a part of me saying, oh, I got a Pontius Pilate, wash my hands of this situation. No way. Because now you're involved. Think of who you just compared yourself to. That dude didn't get off real easy. No, <laughs> Washing yeah. his hands of the situation didn't really work out. He let it to someone else. Pilate. It's not on me, he's, but they still talk about him. He's year. famous for something. Yeah. Yeah. Those you don't know, he was uh, the one who led him to Jeebus. That was the name of our boat. My, my boat when I was uh, when we had a ski boat. For Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate. I don't know why. That's what my dad thought it was funny. It was he and his friends. There's something on the back. It was easy to turn, turn the letters into it. P-I-L-O-T. They didn't spell it the same way. But it was stupid, but that's how I learned about him. I'm like, this guy was kind of a, a rat. A little douchebag. Spineless. Spineless, yeah. But then he walked away from I'm it. I'm not going to make the choice, you guys. Like you just uh, said, t- he's spineless. Don't do that. I don't know. Do you break well, it because up? Do I bust up Larry's BJ? That isn't going to happen, probably. No. God, I think I might have to. You... I, yeah, I deal with too much emotion because you look at the uh, look at the potential that could happen. Oh, it's going to come back on us. You're saying basically, if you want him to do it, then are you okay then not having Larry as your boss? Exactly. Anymore? There's the thing, and I like having Larry in that chair. There's the risk of it. That's but true. then Larry would be like, "So you're saying I can't? She, I have no shot with her." Yes, and there'd be a pretty reasonable then you're a historical dick. backup. And then, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Larry. Here's what's going to happen. I've seen it. You don't do this at work. Yeah, do you stop your boss? If you see it happen, do you stop him? God, that's a tough one. That that breaks all the bro codes. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Here's another bad impression heard on Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Time to close this big week out that flew by us with what we like to call the Guadalupe Squares each and every Friday about this time. Rerun it on Mondays in the Guadalupe replay. It is time for your host of the Guadalupe Squares, Creepy E. Bergeron. Creepy, take it away. Thank you, Johnny. Starting in the top left corner, he's burning. It's Jim Rome. Great. It's great to be here. It's good to see you. Good to have you, Jim. It's good to have you. Happy Martin Luther King weekend, by the way. Dear Rome, want to wish all my friends a happy MLK weekend. Signed, Fuzzy Zeller and John Rocker. Great. Racist tuning trying, in. Trying to make up. Great job. Oh my God. Top middle square. He loves Friday the 13th, and he loves children. It's Michael Jackson. <laughs> Don't be ignorant, Eric. I'm sorry. Eric, I brought a little friend today. Who you got there? A little, little friend. Uh, Martin Luther King had a dream that black boys and white boys would someday play together. I brought a white boy. Did you really? Hi, white boy. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. 
He's a little tiny white fella, and I'm going to have sex with him. No, come on, yeah, Mike. He's a children. He's a children. Hey, I'm going to sleep with him. Why do you have a blanket over him? Because that's what I like to do to kids. That's right. Keep that mouth full, son. Oh, geez. I love the children. All right. Top Martin right. King was right. Top right corner. By listener demand, he's back. It's Stephen Hawking, everyone. Hello, Eric. Hello, Stephen. That's exciting. <laughs> That's all he said was hello. That's it. He was going to rip on me today, I guess. Steven? Do you know what a strawberry shortcake is, Eric? Well, I know personally that your Mima does. <laughs> oh, he gave your Mima a strawberry shortcake. Did he really? Yeah. Is that what he was saying? Oh, geez, that's what he said. That's horrifying. Nice a hard job, time Steven. deciphering the code. <laughs> I love in the middle Steven. left square, original, the original Dracula. Bella Lugosi's in the square today. Thank you very much for having me today. Friday the 13th. <laughs> Gonna kill anyone today? It's a very haunting day. <laughs> <laughs> haunting. The right. spy. That's uh... But the children of the night. Animal. The jungle. Pull the string. <laughs> Pull the string. Hey, you were, that's, uh, that's real good, Bella. In the middle squared, it's the disgruntled vet Brady Bogan. Yeah, uh, a lot of people don't know that about me. You're but, uh, I'm off my meds. Yeah, I was in Nam. What's it to you? Sorry. What's Question. it to you? What's that? Wait, you smell that? Yeah. You smell that? What is that? That's napalm. That's napalm right there, Eric. And I love the smell of napalm. Oh, baby, do I love that? You know what that smells like? Victory. Walked up on a hill one time. After we dropped some napalm out there like this, didn't find one dink body. Not one? Not one. Napalm. I'm like napalm in the morning. You don't know. Huh. You weren't there. That's true. Jeez. Oh, oh, scary. Middle right square. He's always lovable. It's Christopher Walken. Sure. It's great to be here. I brought my brother, Larry Walken. Larry Walken? Larry. Hello. That's Larry. How are you doing? We got a prescription. This weekend, because we got an illness, a fever. The two of us together, we can't stop talking like this. We got a fever. Yeah. And the only cure is more cowbell. More cowbell. More cowbell. Sure. Eric sure. and Mima is a whore. Oh, come on. Your whore. Your whore. All right, moving along. Bottom left square. He's a wannabe. It's Brady Draymond. What's up, Brady? Brothers and sisters of the desert. <laughs> an ancient Chinese monk came up to me and said... In order to have a great day, kill a chicken before a monkey. Okay. The brother of uh, lead singer Disturbed. I just report it. (laughs) It's funny. I have heard of that before, the killing of the chicken and the monkey. Yeah, Bella does. It's great. Get out of the square. <laughs> Bottom middle square. He's got 12 stitch in the, stitches in his lip. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right. I was riding around in my Nazi motorcycle the other morning. And all of a sudden, I crashed into another car. The sidecar holding my little son, Goebbels. Goebbels? He's okay, though. I just cut my face. Yo, Daddy, let's go ride a bike. Goebbels, I didn't know you were here. We get to ride a Nazi bike, find more people in Sacramento uh, who are Juden. That's good times. Bottom right corner, it's acting legend Sean Connery. That's right. Celebrated my 77th birthday last year. Why don't you here have a seat? Here once again. Want to shit here? Yeah, sit right there. I thought I shit over here. That's fine. I shit here. All right. Is it okay? That's fine. It's good. I'm comfortable here. I like shitting here. Where have you been? We've missed you. Oh. It's been a while. 
Just sitting around the house. Really? Not doing much. On vacation. Relaxing. Shitting on the beach. Your skin's black, kind of. I don't know what's happening there, Brady. I have to be honest with you. That's not sun. I think I'm rotting. <laughs> You're pretty old. My face is turning black. Yeah. Mine's white. I know. I think I've got the opposite of Jackson. Yeah, probably. There you are. Those are your squares. What do we got on the line here? Right now. Ephraim and uh, Eloise. Oh, we're going in alphabetical order today. Ephraim and Eloise, how are you? All right, Eloise, I hope you're the girl. It is time for you to go. Pick a square. Um, I'll take Brady. Yeah. Good choice. Frontal bet, Brady Bogan. I was in the the war. I didn't know that about you, Brady. You know what songs I like to play? What's that? Wagner. Who was that? Scares the crap out of the gooks. Wagner? Yeah. Don't say that word. Slopes hate that. Oh, come on. Ready for your question, Brady? Lieutenant Dan was my bestest good friend. Was he? That's a different movie. Oh. True or false? Some butterflies have tongues longer than their wingspans. Is that true or false? You know what I like to do? Rip off the wings of a butterfly. Yeah. What's this? Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Oh, yeah, Charlie, don't surf, baby. I'm going to surf the whole effing island. You weren't in Vietnam. You've been watching too many movies. I was in Nam. I let Bubba die right there by that river. Look at how it breaks. Who's that? <laughs> that's the voice in your head. I'm going to say that's true. All right. Butterfly's tongue is longer than its wings. He says true. Just like my rifle is about eight inches longer All right. than that slope that I sliced last no, night. Shut up. Ah! He says true. You agree or disagree? I disagree. Oh, it was true. I, or O gets the square. Oh, boy. All right, get out of here, <laughs> I'm Brady. having bad dreams. Efren, you're up. Pick a square, man. Uh, let's go top right. Top right. That's our uh, buddy, Stephen Hawking, in the top right corner. <laughs> Stephen got picked. Hello, all I am, Stephen Hawking. We know. Yeah, we, we already know. know that. All right. Any <laughs> quick comments Any... about my Meemaw, Stephen? Come here, Eric. Smell this finger that I can't move. That my friend is pure uncut me ma. Oh, oh pure uncut me ma. That's why you gotta be such a jerk, Stephen. This is Yikes! Why are you so salty? <laughs> <laughs> why am I so salty? Hey, you just wonder why you're so angry. Here's Go your ahead. question, Stephen. True or false? Science has recognized a medical condition called guitar nipple. Is that true or false? Nipples, also known as teats, are sexy. I believe you're me ma. In fact. Has six teats. My Mima has six teats? <laughs> That's horrible. Just answer the damn question. True or false? Come on. Oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. He's going to load him up. If you look closely, I am giving you the finger right now. No, you're Suck not. Suck it. <laughs> that thing's not limp as hell. True or false? Limp Steven. is your penis. True or false? True. All right, he says, says true. true. You agree or disagree? I agree. That's right, it That's was right. true. He was on fire. Oh, gets the square. All right, Eloise, you can take uh, oh, wait, Brady wait. Draymond for the block. I am so damn okay. horny. <laughs> Will you shut up, Steve. Hello, Eloise. Go to myspace.com and check <laughs> out pics of me getting a sponge bath. Ooh. They are too hot. Oh, Steven, that's, shut up. All right. Disgusting. Sorry, Brady, go ahead. Brady Draymond, the bottom left square. Greetings, Eloise of the desert. <laughs> Sunday, I will rock you. And Monday, <laughs> I will fight. <laughs> what you fight? <laughs> All right. True or false, uh, Brady Draymond? Checkers was an Olympic sport in 1900. Is that true or false? 
I once played checkers at a Buddhist temple. <laughs> where the gentleman told me paper can't wrap up a fire. What? That's why I've put the symbols of the East and the symbols of the West together to form Disturbed. That's beautiful. Can I have a... Therefore, they did not play checkers in the Olympics. What is that? I will say no. Can I get False. a whack, 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 whack real quick? <laughs> Eric, I have something for you, my brother. What is it? <laughs> choking on something? All right, he says false. You agree or disagree? I agree. That's right, it was false. Hey. We got a block. Oh, she blocked away. That gets a square. All right, Efren, you're out. Pick a square. Uh, top left. Top left corner. He's burning. It's Jim Rome, our sports great, guy. Great job. Great choice of square. You like it's disturb? Great to be him? here. I love disturb. Yeah. Truly disturbing. I love to sing like David Draymond in a disturb show. Can you do that? Ooh, waka kaka. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's pretty impressive. Here's your question. True or false? Minnesota Vikings quarterback Dante Culpepper was born in jail. Is that true or false? Eric. Yeah? You are insanely racist. <laughs> it's just a question. That is unbelievable that you would ask that on Martin Luther King's weekend. Just because he is a black man does not mean he was born behind bars. It's just a question. Chances are most likely he will end up behind bars due to that, but not because he was born that way. Unbelievable. That's horrible. Unbelievable. You got an answer for me? This just in. Oh. Eric, please bring me a towel and some rechargeable batteries. Steven is down. Signed, Eric's Mima. <laughs> Great. You do not feel qualified to answer this question. I'll bring in MSNBC's Lester Holt. Hello, I'm Lester Holt. I am a black man. Yes. Lester Holt, were you, in fact, born behind bars due to your blackness? No, sir, I was not. Was Dante Culpepper, in fact? I can't answer that for you, but I would have to say... Probably that he was. Well, I will go with the black man, Lester Holt, in saying that Dante was born behind bars. True. All right. He says true. You agree or disagree? Great. I disagree. Oh, actually, it is true. Unbelievably. Oh, Next I do not lie. Square. <laughs> At least you can take Bella Lugosi for the win. Okay. All right. It's our original hey. Dracula. What is it, Bella? I need to get to my bed. Eddie. Oh, Bella's getting old and I am so tired, Eddie. <laughs> Take care of my dogs, will you, Eddie? I will, Bella. They're We're trapped get all over the floor. <laughs> my name isn't Eddie. That's Eddie. <laughs> Here's your question, Bella. True or Eddie. false? Eddie. All right. Are you done? Hunting. Despise. <laughs> <laughs> care. The at sign that we use in email addresses is about five. Stands for pull the string. <laughs> It's about 500 years old. Is that true or false, Eddie. Bella? 500. I am at least 500 years old. Yeah. So you should know the answer. Because I am children of the night. I am vampire. May appear as vapor. Vampire. <laughs> Not right now, though. <laughs> the answer is true. All right. He says true. You agree or disagree? Um, I agree. That's right. It is true. Eloise <laughs> Eloise, nice job. Hey. Ephraim, you got screwed. But you know what? Brady? What? Give him the give him the surprise. You guys both get tickets. Oh, to we're feeling day. generous today. Hold on a second, all right? You're both going. Nice job. There, there you go. go. I don't they think they care. They don't care. She went, Whoa. And I don't know if that was good or bad or if uh, Ephraim stabbed her. It is uh, your Guadalupe <laughs> Squares. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful. 
Rock Radio Station. Here comes the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. This segment brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. Wintertime's coming. I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. And you snowboarders and skiers know that. But now it's time to get that gear ready to go. It's been sitting long enough. So go into Action Ride Shop, mention KUPD, save $10 off your full tune-up, which includes base grind, edges sharpened, and hot wax. And if the snow's not your thing, mountain bikers, they got you covered there too. Full line of bikes including Pivot, Santa Cruz, Rocky Mountain, that's just to name a few, plus all the accessories. And of course, as you know, they have the best wrenches in town. So they're going to get you dialed in for snow or the trails. ActionRideShop.com where you're going to go or just go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Brady's old. I'm Brady's old. ancient. Tell Brady it's a large chunk. Julian, I'm, I'm your father. Thank you for that ladder. 15 years isn't even a large chunk of Brady's life. Just a little blip from Brady's massive amount of time on this earth. We it's don't a, start It's a turd of my right. life. Exactly. No, it's not that much. That's why I said a turd. I understand. Very heavy. You seem defensive today. All right. Yes. You're in a posture of attack. Oh. Both hands on the counter. No. Do the pounce thing. All right. Just making sure. You're a battle cat. He's got his battle cat gear. Like everybody else is relaxed. You seem balled up. Hey man, I had to battle a little bit this weekend. Had some good battles. Played in the tennis. Oh, tournament. did some tennis, and it's still really champion. I didn't ask that. I'm just saying that really made you upset. Thanks for asking. <laughs> no, no, no I'm not upset. Oh, champion of what? I wanted uh, men's doubles tournament over the weekend. Oh, fantastic! Well done. How come you never ever? T- you know, I've known you for a long time. I don't know who your tennis partner is. This is how arrogant you. Brian Jensen. All right, finally. Let me give a little credit to the other guy that wins it. You always say I'm a champion. Brian I Jensen. won. Oh, let's get one thing straight. I rode his back. Yeah. Oh, really? He was killing it. He's a good sure. player. No, I played really well in the finals. Ooh, all right, all right. Geez. I mean, wow. like unbelievable, John. All right. I think you're misremembering everything. I cried. Did you cry a little bit? Thank God. That had to be weird. How'd you do at the Open last week? At the uh, Australian Open? Sure. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. When you say, I won, I'm a champion, we have to realize that there's another guy involved here. It's not just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, Kanye. (laughs) Give credit where credit's due. Brian Jensen? Brian Jensen. Yeah. Right. Nice job, Brian Jensen and Brady Bogan. But there, isn't there a famous Jensen in tennis? Twins? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the doubles. Twins. Luke you and say Brian. Oh, okay, good. Uh, Jensen, I'm guessing. The, the Brian twins, actually. Oh. Their last name's Brian. Oh, okay. Luke and Brian. Brian. Brian? And it's, uh, and Brian, Brian. And it's Brian. Luke Boy Wolf. No, it's Luke Boy Wolf. What's a boy wolf? All right, you need to settle down. Tennis gotten weird. Luke and Brian, Brian, the boy wolf. Boy wolf is a new term that he learned along with pegging. What's boy wolf? Boy wolf. Luke can. What are you saying? Who is an old? 
Whenever I hear words, yeah, I was completely speaking riddles there. Luke was this after school special. Oh my god! So, so. All right, Grandpa. Yeah, he's on the porch really? again, folks. Get him right, eliminated. Looking, it's getting too hot. I'm looking that one up. Grandpa's Grandpa's roasting on the porch. So Lucan didn't play tennis. What's Lucan? No, he was just no. the boy wolf. What in the? Just let it go. Look at him. Just let it go. The boy wolf. The boy wolf. What am I letting go? How can I let this go? You're having a stroke. Oh, is a TV series? What yeah. are you guys talking After about? School special. This was his doubles tournament, and somehow we're talking about Lucan the boy wolf. What happened? What decade are we in? Look. I'm going to be the first 70. to say it. So we're in the 70s. 70. Hey, hey, oh. stop. You two, don't get distracted by this. <laughs> don't go down He's the rabbit hole. Don't this, go down I the rabbit hole. I too, but let's world. not get deep because we have to care for our friend here. This is scary. His next comment as he has a moment of clarity. There's Luke and the boy wolf. His next moment of clarity, he's going to say, ah, forget it, just move on, because he's realizing he just had a major vertation. I'm in his web. I'm curious now. I'm going to look it up later. Why did you bring up Luke and the Boy Wolf? Every time I hear Luke Bryan or Luke, that is my my reference point for me. But I don't know if I... I'm trying to remember... You realize the the listeners would The doubles thing. The listeners, the guy who played Luke and the Boy Wolf might not remember it. They're not going to connect those dots. Especially when it's delivered like this. Luke and Brian, Brian, doubles champion. Boy wolf. What? Luke Han. What are you doing? What are you saying? Put it together. I can't. Puzzle. This puzzle is missing. You see what it was? Words. What it was was buying time to remember the doubles twins names. Terrible job of buying time. One of the worst I've ever seen. And I still can't remember. <laughs> Folks, uh, America, what I remember about this is... Uh-oh, I forgot what I was talking about. I need to buy time. Uh, Boy Wolf. Uh, Lou Camp. That's got to be a thing. Anytime we can't yeah. figure out what we're trying <laughs> yeah. to Yeah, start <laughs> talking no, riddles. Not even figure it out. Just buy time. Okay. Like if I have to get a if I have to get a printer and I say, "Hey guys, hang on a second, I want you screaming out, Lucan, boy wolf," <laughs> and see you go looking up. But nobody's doing the normal thing anymore. And what's the other what's the other Brian's name? Let's now get I think back it's to my partner Brian Jensen, six by nine coax. Great, congrats. That's awesome. What is the other Brian's name from Luke and Brian, Brian, the boy who Luke and Brian Jensen. I think that's when... See, this is where the, all the riddles begin. No, it's the Brian brothers. All right. And then what Toledo, Brady, Toledo no, said? No, Toledo and... said isn't... Oh, for mother. <laughs> we have to go to a break. <laughs> Toledo said... Aren't there Jensen brothers in tennis Aren't that are famous? famous? And somehow or another, we're talking about Luke and Brian, Brian, the boy wolf. Are there... The, simple question. Are there Jensen brothers or not? 
No, it's the Brian brothers. <laughs> All right. Done. Think of Bob and Mike, by yeah. the way. Bob and Mike. Not Luke and Brian no, or Luke, Luke and the Boy Wolf. <laughs> Bob and Mike. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is why he's ready to yeah, pounce. I know. He's ready know. to go. He's feeling it. I was just asking because he seemed to be in that defensive posture. What I didn't know. I, I, you're I'm glad I took off my jacket. You're having I worked up sometimes. I didn't but get me stay worked here. up. You had a zip-up jacket on. But I've, and, I've uh, and you just, had this These posture. are the Jensen twins. Oh, my. Those are very There hot. they are. Those are Jensen. Holy. Holy wolf. They're pretty hot. You're still on about the jacket. We were just worried because no, the jacket. You know, the I'm just... Everyone else had taken theirs off, and you actually looked like you were going to go somewhere. Like you were heading outside. <laughs> so we're like, you're going to take the coat off and stay a while, and you got all crazy about keeping a coat on like that. And it's obviously still in your brain. Chilly. With all these uh, strokes you have, we don't want you to start you going realize, crazy. Just walk. Yeah. You'll go and walk about. Honestly, do you realize the goddamn <laughs> pressure we're under with you in this room as many times as it looks like you're going to have a stroke? <laughs> I've sat in a hospital room where I was the patient and the people wanted to admit you and say, you're pre-stroke, you're pre-stroke. So it's in our brains that you're about to stroke out. And then you start screaming out non sequiturs like Lucan and Boy Wolf. And we're like, is this it? This many, is tough on us. Are they many? I don't think you realize that, and when you just keep your... That's co- another one. When my grandpa had Alzheimer's, he would get dressed up a lot. It's like 80 degrees outside. He'd put a coat on, he'd wander around in snow pants. He'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> you wear the coat, and you're like, you're going to stay for a little bit? We're just making sure, and it sticks in your head. Now well, you're- it's no difference. I mean, I mean, sometimes you'll wear a hoodie throughout the whole thing. Totally different. A-, a coat is, an, is a coat. A hoodie really? is a shirt I, I, you wear. A hoodie's hotter to me. I agree. I, I wasn't but, talking about your comfort. I was saying it looked like you had a coat on because you but, were about to go back but outside. But the uh, posture back to that, yeah. I, this is how I always am <laughs> like that. That's why. I no, it was very tense. You were both Tennis, no. posture, yeah. Luke and Bob and Mike. Bob and Mike. <laughs> Luke and Brian. You're right. All right I'm, I'm with- telling you. It's a lot of pressure on us to make sure you're all right. Ronnie will text me every once in a while. Make sure Brady's a little red this morning. Make sure he's okay. Good. Just make it sure. I beat the odds. Huh? 50. 50. I'm here, babe. I know. I didn't think. I, I knew you'd make 50. Now we start worrying. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd hit 50. That was no. That was a no-brainer. Post 50, we got to start keeping an eye on it. And now, look, we're right. Luke and Boy Wolf, all this nonsense is coming out. The other day when you called me when you were late, coming in hot, running on fumes. This is why oh, the listeners happening. have to stay glued to the radio. I know it could happen at any. You time. could have not. You if you were in your parking spot at work and you just heard uh, Luke and Brian, Brian, my wolf. What the hell is that? All right, it's I'll, it's I'll, happening. I'll stay for another minute. Luke and oh, this is the day. Johnny, come here. Listen Today's to the this. Brady stroking out everybody. <laughs> Listen to a live stroke on the air. It's finally wolf. happening. He's just shouting stuff out from his past. Any time now, it could happen. There you go. <laughs> the ratings gold. He just, it is. It's he just said gold. someone will be back. <laughs> he just said after the someone in tennis is named Brian. Brian, he's lost it. All right, I'm glad you're okay for now. I'm glad you're comfortable and not wearing a coat. You'll be all right. I got one on back and I'm a cool towel. Put it on a snack. You won't notice. Nappy. Happy. If he's still here, 
We're going to lay them down for a second, but the Brady Report's supposed to be next. We'll see what's coming up. Maybe it won't be. What? Stay tuned. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Here's the best of Homer's morning sickness on 98 KUPD. It's John Holmberg here, and this rerun of a Brady Report, which is probably a good one, is brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And if you haven't gotten the calendar yet, well, you should do it. Hooters calendars are on sale right now. 2024 is creeping up on us, and the calendar from Hooters is there. And it features 19 Arizona Hooters girls, including our friends Avery and Olivia. Plus, each calendar includes $150 worth of coupons and a collector's cup. Pretty cool. Get your 2024 calendar today for $16.99 only at Hooters Brady. Report it again. The Department of Labor just ranked jobs according to how stressful they are. The number one most stressful job. Gloucester Fisherman. Is a urologist. Dr. Lee? No kidding. Wonder why. Dr. Lin. Dr. Lin, yeah. Dr. Lin. I'm sure there is a Dr. Lee, but. Interesting. Dr. Lin should wear a Then it's film and video editors. Why would he anesthesiologist <laughs> He's assistant? A the assistant to an anesthesiologist is like yeah. a good one. Isn't nervous or stressed out all the time? Like I, I would, I don't want my anesthesiologist stressed out about being bad at their job. Of the uh, eight hundred, I'm super confident. Yeah, of the eight hundred and seventy-three jobs they listed, radio disc jockeys ranked one hundred forty-fifth. It's more stressful than eighty-three percent of the jobs. No kidding. Well, because you're constantly, when you're bad at it, you're constantly yeah. getting fired. A few jobs that are less stressful than a radio disc jockey, <laughs> store security guard, embalming dead bodies. Where's the stress there? You can't even screw up. Mr. Vane. Oops. Oops. Oh, well. Start over. <laughs> Shave that off. Airline pilot. <laughs> Pry that part. I made a bubble. Cut that back and put some flesh on it. Hand me that exacto knife, will you? Let me carve up some of the guy next to him. Patchwork here. A little bondo on this guy. You guys need a strip? Yeah. <laughs> some silly He's not a fruit roll-up. Yeah, just putty him up. <laughs> I made a hole. Border Patrol agent. No stress being a Border Patrol agent? One no, it's more stressful as a radio discharge. Oh. Oh. Than a Border Patrol agent? Yeah. Well, they're not allowed to do anything, so I guess they just stand and watch Mexicans walk in. Colombians, too. Venezuelans, also. <laughs> Most of South America. Al-Qaeda. <laughs> Al-Qaeda. They're just allowed in. All right, go ahead. I guess when you're the turnstile, and Border Patrol has basically become that, those poor guys. Must be this tall to enter. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just like, yeah, you're just basically the guy getting you on the Matterhorn at this point. All right, hold on. we got to slow down just a second. You'll all get in. Just got to let this batch go first. Iceland has only been in two wars. The age of the Stirlungs from ni- from twelve twenty to twelve sixty four. Nice. And the Cod Wars from nineteen fifty eight to nineteen seventy six. They fought the fish, huh? And only had one casualty. Was it a fish? Didn't say. <laughs> ah, the Great Cod Wars. It's time to fight the, the cod. The cod are getting uppity. <laughs> Going to have to regulate this cod behavior. Okay, guys, we're gonna kill Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> the God Wars. 
You fought over the fish. The grossest fish ever. You fought over that. Hey, why are you hating on cod? It's, it's not, not that, that great. It's white fish. It's so available. There's no reason to fight. They're, they're in abundance. I don't I know. know. There's bags of it. Yeah, it's, Iceland, it's, yeah. Icelandic it's, cod. It's good. but It's usually breaded. It's literally like having the air wars. We've all got it. They're so available. There's no reason to fight another group over. We'll just go over here and get cod. It's, we're sorry. We didn't know you guys wanted it that bad. You're willing to kill us when there's so much it's of it. It's still a premium. It's not a premium. It's a dollar ninety-five. It's the stuff they use. It. What kind is it? Icelandic food at Long John Silver's is cod. That's what they use. It's whitefish. They throw in all food is a premium. Not well. That is true. Brady, (laughs) if you had a group of Brady's up in Iceland who are well fed on fish, by the way, you don't see a lot of people eating tons of cod who are Brady's shape. But gotta fight these cod wars, don't we? (laughs) To get out there by the shores and guard the cods. Well, I think there are. The problem is you're eating breaded cod. You're right. Yeah, you're deep frying it. There's a group of large men standing on the shores guarding the cod. <laughs> oh, Lord, I've read about this in the papers. It's the beginning of the cod wars. You've been practicing that Icelandic I don't know if that's accent. Iceland or not. Who knows what Reykjavikians sound like? That's close. I'm cold. That's all they ever say. This is crazy. <laughs> Why do we live here? What do we live here for? We're so close to societies. <laughs> Reykjavik has a hotel made of ice. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Really cool. Is that the one in the Bond movie? Wasn't that? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is. The really bad one. Really bad. Yeah. 51-year-old Tom Leonetti of Des Moines, Iowa. On Thursday morning around 1 a.m., Tom was taking out the trash when a guy armed with a handgun and brass knuckles walked up to him, <laughs> demanded his money. Tom only had 25 bucks on him, but he decided he wasn't giving up that easy. First... He lied. He said uh, he told the mugger that he didn't think the gun was real and he didn't have a wallet on him. But the mugger said uh, the gun was real. Number two, Tom bluffs. He switched strategies, pretended he knew the mugger. He started calling him Matt, (laughs) saying that he knew Matt's father. But the mugger said, my name's not Matt. (laughs) Then number three, he negotiates. I loved you in City Slickers. (laughs) What? The third part of it, negotiating, Tom pulled out his wallet, told the mugger he only had 10 bucks. When he opened the wallet, the mugger saw the other 15 inside and demanded. Uh, he started to bargain with Tom and eventually agreed, I'll take the 15 bucks. So Tom gives him the 15 bucks and the mugger takes off. Where's he going to put it? The dude's got brass knuckles and a gun. Do you really need the brass knuckles if That's you have I'm a saying. gun? You can You're not going to use the gun. You can grab them with the uh, brass knuckles. Can you grab it? You- sure. You're fairly ambidextrous. But after the occurrence, after Tom's negotiating with the mugger over $25, and he's happy he saved $10, right. he calls 911, and after thinking about it a little bit, he's like, you know what? I really took a risk there. Yeah, I should have just given the guy the 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, for 25 <laughs> Either way. I'm not really fighting for any of it. $10 or your life. Yeah. You got a discount, though. He did a pretty good job. Bargaining him down. In Australia, they're okay with prostitution. The act of selling one's body for physical gratification is perfectly legal. However, there are some restrictions depending on what your town, uh, what town you're looking to practice your sinful business in. For example, officials in the city of Ips- Ipswich. Ipswich. Yep. Australia has proposed a ban on brothels within 220 yards of cemeteries. Yeah. Pretty wow. good rule because the guy's saying, you know, you don't want to cemetery uh, people performing the burial service and 
Why not? 50 feet from there, you hear... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? I don't know, John. It just doesn't seem Deadwood like... Deadwood Cemetery is right there next to all the brothels. Yeah. It's a big deal. So not the band puts it... It can't be within 220 yards of You can cemetery. still hear it. Certain hookers are loud. 20 yards. That's yeah. close. <laughs> Uh, I was playing golf with a guy who was telling me about a hooker he was hitting in Amsterdam. All he kept saying was, I was so high in peyote, you couldn't believe it. And all I heard and all I could remember is, you got to concentrate. you got to concentrate. And that was her saying it to him. Because I guess it was going on for like an hour until somebody banged on the door and put a stop to the whole thing. I couldn't do it with a hooker. He's in. He's like playing pole position. He got yeah. extended play. He did get extended play. Do they do they charge you extra if you go too long? No, no, the no. Egg, the egg timer goes off and you're done. Is that right? No matter what. Yeah. How do you know? Well, not because I've watched it on HBO. <laughs> yeah. You... Has anybody in the room been with a hooker? No. We need to get Payday Stuntman on that. I could call Danny up. Danny's been with hooker. Rub and tug. He's nice. done it all. Te- technically, I guess <laughs> I have. Who? It was in uh, Spain. Some guys that I, I was with wanted right. to go to a brothel. And so uh, we went there, and they, uh, they bring out the whole process. They bring out the women, and um, pick you they bitch. pick one out. Yeah, and they're like, come on, pick one, pick one. I don't you so picked one? I picked, uh, yeah, a Russian girl. And you talked all the oh. It was a, it was a hundred, $150 20-minute discussion. Oh. Shut your <laughs> mouth. You speak in English. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay. Why, did you just, why didn't you just drop trout and bang the Russian? It doesn't, no one would ever know. I would know. Uh, well, right now, one, you sat one, there with a hooker for 20 no minutes. She knew no English. The other thing is, you just say, yeah, it just wasn't. Wasn't my scene. You've seen what are you the doing there? Then? Classic. You Why didn't you just leave? Because I had to wait for my outside pals. <laughs> and here I am. I, you know, trying to crazy. trying to break the language barrier with this woman. You're trying right? to have a discussion with right. her. Well, it's like you know, it's like I'm sorry. I'm and her phone was going off every two minutes. That's how you know. So wait a minute. I'm uh, you know I'm apologize. She was in here, demand, and I was there probably. 15 minutes thinking, uh, now I'm gonna wait another 45 minutes in this house. Is she naked? For my, yeah, she get naked? And I go walking out the hallway, go to the main room, the waiting room, right? And they're my buddies. Hey! They're already done. <laughs> in and out in five minutes. Well, that's the point. I guarantee you, all your friends. Exactly. Well, they're veterans of this. What about the other one? What about the girl? Was she naked with you? No. She just sat there and listened to you blabber on in a language she didn't understand. <laughs> Why won't the fat men take off pants? <laughs> <laughs> so, I was raised in Ohio. Let me tell you, if you didn't go back... <laughs> it's, mother's name it's is weird. funny because she crinkles her nose. Oh, my no, father, nothing too. like that. How long have you been at this, Krushka? You like it to blow, blow? I said, no. Do your parents make those little um, dolls, you know, like you open the big one and the smaller one's in there, and they get smaller and smaller? Have you ever seen Moscow in the Hudson? I blow? (laughs) That's all she said to you. No, no. We're talking about those Russian dolls right now. I blow? Then her pimp calls in the middle of it. (laughs) That's what's going on. What's going on in there? How come that fat man's still in there? (laughs) He ain't humping you. Wouldn't stop talking. (laughs) Shut his ass up. I also have been to, you know, Amsterdam. 
Freer Powell with County hookers. Storage. Brady Bogan, no, world I traveler. Didn't order. I had uh, so it cost you one hundred and fifty dollars not to nail that hooker. Something like that. It was like yeah, hundred ten bucks. And you couldn't just stand outside. We're revoking your man. Card. You know, John, That's the worst it happened so worst. fast. No, it didn't. <laughs> the other guys happened fast. Morning you know, sickness rule. The uh, <laughs> yeah, we have man rule. The too. house mother. If Bule, I Bule oh. ball breaker was this giant Spaniard. For even talking, you want that? So you sat in the room quietly with the Russian hooker. Did you at least get a little plump? No, that was the thing. It was like it just—it was weird. Were you trying? Was she tugging yeah, on? Yeah, you? you weren't really trying. No, was she tugging a little. Did she reach no. over and grab it? No, she was. You know what they want you um, on that? They want <laughs> you. They want you to get in the shower first. Did you do it? Ronnie's no. sleeping, Brady. Go ahead. Yeah, tell she's us asleep. It's okay. No, I did. I'm just telling you. I was a failure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that that is the good ending to the story. So she tried to get you in the shower. And then uh, I did notice the cool thing. There's a computer in the uh, room. Oh. And so I got on the uh, Way of the Master website. <laughs> so wait a minute. Said, Are you a Christian? <laughs> no, Answer yes. Are you did, not? Right. No. We're, we're then on, I have some questions for you. She's like, good Cameron. I feel like uh, Chuck Woolery now. How did your date end? Uh, thank you. You know, in the standard European uh, hug on both sides. She was so confused. She's still telling That's the story. That's the easiest money she's made. Yeah, but she's just baffled by it. She's, she's. <laughs> I bet you it keeps her up at night when you're going to you come know what? stab her in the baffled throat. Baffled or not. She couldn't stop calling me every day. <laughs> no, no, no. Now Please you're just come uncomfortable. Back, Yankee. I love you. You're just uncomfortable. I guarantee you she, she wakes up in cold sweats. <gasps> Fat man, stab me. <laughs> she thinks that you are going to come back and knife her in the throat with an ice pick. You're the craziest person she's ever met. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee it. She dreams about you at night. I that guarantee was a 20 it. 20-minute, you know, that you hooker is She probably remembers that one from... death of you. Scared to death. Because you sat quietly for 15 minutes. Like a creep. So? Moscow on the Shower? No. <laughs> she Yankee? sees other tourists. No. What one? Nothing. You stabbed me, Yankee? No. <laughs> She's got, she sees guys like Brady as tourists over there now. Yeah. Just goes oh. into cold sweat. Oh, oh, rotund short man. <laughs> Hello. Every night in her dream, your big head. She like, just randomly goes up with guys that look, give me $110 now. Giant severed head just swirling around like Oz, like the wizard. Hello, hooker. Ah! Oh, more dreams of big fat man. Not have sex. Moving on. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, a pair of jeans sold for $114,000. Were they Veronica Bialik's? I would have paid that. Nope, they were pulled from a sunken trunk. At an uh, 1857 shipwreck off the coast of North Carolina, they were preserved. Hmm. They're the oldest known pair of jeans in the world. No kidding. Someone was saying they're uh, Levi Strauss's original pair before he started really putting them out in bulk. Like they're was he in a shipwreck in South Carolina? No, in the, the <laughs> one of the uh, pretty much says theory does it, it predates. Um, Levi Strauss's first pair th- for sale was 1873. This was from 1857. So he was handing them out for free 20 years before or, he was to sell them. Or he made them wear the, them um, because he was a wholesaler of dried goods. So there's other things going on. So it could have been a 
factory pants that he had made for his workers to work in. Did he work in a factory near that boat? That's what he originally was doing. He was. A, I thought he was in San Francisco. Sounds like a bunch of... Yeah, but he was a dry wholesaler. Now, this shipwreck, the person could have had him. Sure, I guess. Traveled all the way across the country to... Where was the shipwreck again? South Carolina. Right. North Carolina. Well, either way. North people ain't Carolina. getting around like they used to. Anyway, it went for $114,000. Anyway. I mean, it's a pretty impressive amount, but tying him to Levi Strauss is a stretch. The dude pretty much worked the gold rush and then, you know, did some docking stuff. I don't Wealthy wholesaler of dry goods yeah. at the time. In the 70s. And the pants could be very uh, an early version of what would become the iconic jeans. They did have hmm. five buttons. Maybe we find fly. out through this that Levi stole the idea. And it's a Tesla Marconi situation. Yeah. There could be. The, um, they say the jeans are like the way the design, the picture of them are in fashion today. So you can just put them in the dryer and put them right on. You'll be fine. Yep. That's pretty good. Sounds yeah, getting this thing, yeah, seventy think of underwater sea trunk is gonna gonna, gonna live there for. I don't think the Febreze is gonna take that <laughs> smell out. That stuff's pretty good. Spot shot, maybe a little spot shot. I don't know. I, I find it like we're so we just can't let something be. We found a pair of jeans. Uh, you know, all the it's, it reminds me when people are like, "I was reincarnated," and you're always Lincoln or you know Napoleon. Nobody was ever you know Dave Vesley who you know. Wandered around, mostly unemployed. He was a waiter for a while in the early 1900s, and then he got hit by a car. Nobody ever is just average Joe. So finding a pair of jeans, of course, they tried to link it back to Levi Strauss, but maybe Levi Strauss, maybe jeans were everywhere, and Levi was just the first one to go, we should sell these. Like, maybe they're just dumpy, weird work pants that Levi swiped the idea. We don't know. But it yeah, is an awfully was able to produce them. awfully big stretch for him to have been given them out in the fifties to the point where everybody loved him so much they couldn't stop working in factories in him and stuff. And then in the seventies he's selling them. That's a twenty year run. Barely lived that long back then. I've got another candidate to put in the uh, mother oh. of the year category. I think this is number five. Okay, her name's uh, Christy Schwing of Hera, Oklahoma. She's twenty nine. According to the police report, that was just released back on May 28th. Christy wanted to go out drinking and dancing, but she was stuck with her two young chillins. The ages have not been released to the children, but they're young. She decided not to let that stand in her way, so she threw the kids in the car, went to the bar in Oklahoma City, left them unattended in the parking lot while she went inside. Sure. Well, 12.45 a.m. rolls around. <laughs> the cop happened to be driving by saw the kids in the car. He went into the bar to investigate. Found Christy inside dancing naked on a table. Remember, this isn't a strip club. (laughs) (laughs) She was arrested for the act of lewdness in public. Charges for leaving their kids unattended. Also, the 34-year-old David Jones, the owner of the bar. Davy Jones from the Monkees? Davy Jones Locker was the name of the bar. He was arrested from allowing uh, the nudity to happen. For not being licensed. He was playing the tambourine while she was there. Another other guys, without a tambourine. Four other guys yeah, were arrested around else. a cot, around a pinball machine with one girl. One, two, three, four. There's <laughs> Jody Foster from the accused. The accused. Yeah. Great 80s reference. 54-year-old genius Daniel Moore of Ontario, Canada, walked into the police station and asked for a light. 
for his crack pipe. <laughs> In case he didn't understand, he pulled out his crack pipe, which was partially filled with crack. They promptly arrested him, charged him with possession of controlled substance. Which brings to the second question of the day. Do you know the difference between crack and cocaine? Uh, if you were asked, you know, be- before you get bucks. humiliated trying to buy it. Yeah, yeah $40? No, uh, not money-wise, but oh. the actual difference. I didn't realize. Crack you know, is the crystallized. Crack is well, cocaine. Crack is, crack is coke. It's processed differently. Cocaine is processed from the coca plant using ether. Crack is processed using ammonia or baking soda water. That makes it smokable. Also makes it stronger, and it goes to the brain faster. Brady's drug facts. The reason they call it crack, because it's crackling when you smoke it. Hey, fun, Brady. It's it's and like then Rice Krispies. <laughs> and then you become hooked, and then you tell lies. And then odds are you either die or you uh, are homeless. Snap, right. crackle, pop, and Leroy. <laughs> would, do you like a deep, raspy voice Ooh. on a woman? What, are you thinking about getting an operation or something? Maybe. Sort of. It always wears thin after a while. Well, this limey sociologist, uh, Ann Carps, she did a... She has a reason why women's... They've discovered that... Since 1945, a woman's voice has dropped 23 hertz. Lower. Every woman? All of them? On average. But again, this is a limey study, but she thinks that women's voices have gotten deeper. The reason why, she says, in the world of business, male-dominated, their deeper voices equal more power and higher salaries, so they're learning to adapt to get deeper voices. Well, Frances Newton, a voice trainer... I'm going to agree with her theory. Women voices are getting deeper because women are getting chubbier. Someone's I, here. I would agree on that, too. Because larger cores hey, are longer. Hey, yes. Governor Hello. Napolitano yes. here. How are you doing? Janet Napolitano. Thanks for coming in, Governor. This study is absolutely ridiculous. I couldn't have this flowery voice and be governor. That's true. Flowery. What's the matter with you? Yes. It makes the birds sing, Eric. Yeah, it does. Governor Napolitano wants this study stopped. Chicks have the same voices they've had for years. Your voice is beautiful. Thank you. You should hear me in karaoke night at Nobody's Business on Indian School on 32nd Street. Full of lesbians. I like to sing a lot. What's of your favorite song? Melissa like Etheridge. Really? Come Through My Window. That's Great. my favorite. I like that one. And I, I, I don't know. Here's some lettuce, Eric. I brought you more lettuce for your... Uh, Manatee pod. I think that one's starting to take a liking to you. Anywho, Janet Napolitano. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. My cell phone's ringing. Hey, it's Diana Taurasi. <laughs> what? I left my panties where? All right. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for coming in, Governor. I don't even remember being there. Go get those. All right. I got to go get my parachute panties. Nice. You got a lot of zippers in them. Anyway, quit with the false reporting, Brady. Women are still as pretty and flowery as ever. F you, Fers. Peace out, Napolitano. Napolitano. I like her. <laughs> she just screams her name when she leaves. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. It's good to be on top, isn't it? Yeah! So get on top and ride with the top morning show in town and the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Sometimes, Brady, with the clutter that is radio here in Phoenix, there's uh, stations all around us. 
There's the 98.7, there's the 98.3, and there we sit, calling ourselves 98, and we're at 97.9. So it does confuse the rather thicker listener, you know what I mean? Not the fat people, but the people who aren't really all that quick. A little slow on the uptake, as they say. Cerebrally challenged. Cerebrally challenged gang has trouble, you know, really kind of grasping uh, that the phone number 260-9800 doesn't, isn't just a clear-cut shot at all 98s on the dial. But we rather enjoy that there are a couple stations near us. And we've done it in the past with the rap station. We got a couple of calls when they first moved over to the 98 frequency uh, when they wanted, you know, to talk to Lady La and do all that stuff. And we, we played with them and discovered how you do a rap show. It's just to scream things and not make any sense, and people will uh, laugh and listen back. But even so, you get an occasional call that's not even close to the 98 realm. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Like the KDKB listener, which we've never claimed was very bright, will occasionally dial 260-9800, assuming they're calling 93. Can't figure that one out, never will. Just chalk it up to crystal meth abuse. Uh, But then we've got the uh, other group, the group of hens that loves the uh, Don Henley and uh, Old Eagles 30 or 40 times a day, tons of Fleetwood Mac. They listen to a station called The Peak. And the peak has uh, called us a couple of times. Carpenters. We're, we're going to reset what we've done with the peak before because it's very different than when the rap station calls. So we'll get the peak one together. And uh, we got another lady who uh, just called us a few minutes ago. It's all uh, ready to go and taped. So I'm not going to lie to you. I wanted to, but I'm not going to. Uh, it's all taped and ready to go. So we, we just uh, played with her on the phone, making her think she had called the morning show over there. I don't even know who it is or what they do. Could be the most delightful people on earth. Frankly, I don't care. They're in my kitchen. So I'm going to stab them in the throat. That's just the way it works. Cutthroat business, Brady. A little so, cheesy. Uh, yeah. So they do a little cheese. So we're gonna we're gonna have this lady. You're gonna enjoy this. It's being edited right now. I'm not real sure how it turns out in the end, but we'll see. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. Sometimes the show just does itself, falls right in your lap. We were just talking about that. Uh, the people calling from asking them the wrong station. They think we're uh, the peak morning show. They dialed the wrong number. And we get it. Now, we've had this in the past. Just to kind of give you an idea. And not only uh, radio, they call you because yeah. they think you're calling a, a business yeah. there. And we've had that happen, too. That one guy wanted to complain about his truck driving, and he saw some idiot on the road, and we just <laughs> cursed him out. <laughs> it, it's, it's great fun when that happens. But it's happened to us a lot. So we want to kind of give you an idea of what we've done in the past with the peak. The hens at the peak all act like they're moral Oprah fans. But you give them a few things, and, they, and they're... They just don't know any different. Here you mean was, the hens that listen to the peak? The hens that listen to the peak, exactly. So this the, this happened a year ago. Just to give you, it's going to be our peak library is what we call this. <laughs> People who think they're calling the peak. Volume one. In fact, they're calling the most vulgar piece of trash on the dial, 98KUPD, and we're proud of that. So uh, this is a, a lady from last year that was trying to play a game on the peak. We'll give you this one first, and then the new one comes after. But I really enjoy this one. So I, well, we had the opportunity to make fun of them. We might as well do it uh, tenfold. Here's the first time someone called us and thought we were the peak. Hey, thanks for calling. Uh, you're on with us. Who's this? This is favorite station. Ninety eight, the peak. Yeah, baby, that's what we're talking about over here at the peak. Seventies, eighties, and whatever we want to do. All right, now I you're ready it. to go. Now you think you're going to win this money, right? I better. Now what you got here is you're the correct caller, but you've got to get through two little gauntlets that we're going to put in front of you here. Are you ready, lady? Oh, I hope. All right. First off, we're just going to say that you've won the hundred twenty-five dollars. Correct. Okay. Yes. If you want to keep the hundred twenty-five, you can. Or a new game we like to play here at the Peak called Deal or No Deal. I have a briefcase that could be filled with one hundred thousand dollars. Okay. 
Do you want to try to see what's in the briefcase? Now, it's not going to be less than $125, but it could be zero. No deal. You're saying no deal. You'll rather have the $125. All right, let me sweeten the pot just a little bit. Okay. We will give you the $125. And take only take the hundred and twenty five thousand dollars away, or hundred twenty five dollars away, only if you have the hundred thousand dollars or a prize inside the suitcase. Go for the prize. You're guaranteed a prize, prize of at least hundred and twenty five dollars of value. Um, I'll go for the prize. <laughs> you get off of the case, everybody. All right, <laughs> let's crack the case open and see what you've got. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, what was your name again? Janet. I'm so excited. (laughs) Let's crack the case open. Let's see what you've got. Okay. Uh, Is it the $100,000? Is it? Oh, no. But you did win $200 worth of pornographic DVDs. All right. Including such great movies as Hard Act to Swallow, Hung Wankerstein, Butt Sluts 13, Planet of the Gapes, Journey to the Center of the Ass, and Black Homie Invasion. All right, just what I want. It's perfect for you on those lonely nights when you need a little rod, and a little rod isn't there. (laughs) All right. All right to you. Well, hang on just a second. We're going to get your phone number and maybe even your address, because I'm going to pop over to your house while you're getting all randy watching these movies, and maybe try to slide a couple knuckles in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Hot diggity damn. What's your favorite station? 98 The Peak. You're f***ing right. <laughs> All right, so that was our first time with The Peak. I really enjoy that one, and I don't know why. <laughs> she was a happy one. I wonder if she went the over ending. there to it's pick the up ending. her prize. I know. I, want, I just I, wish I, I could wish, film that. I know. I want to follow that lady all the way down to the stage. Well, we got another one, and she called this morning. And people say, oh, you guys make those up. We don't. We can't. <laughs> we can't. So another lady called this morning, and uh, we had to keep her on hold for a second, so we had to pretend while we set up. All the recording equipment. Uh, we had to pretend we were the peak while Toledo did the work in the background. So that got kind of fun, too. Uh, you ready to go? Yeah. All right, here it is, the peak two. Frankie Valley and his crew there. It's a 98 point something or other. My name is Scott Drake. And, oh, yeah, we got Frankie Valley coming to the big uh, Macapalapa Theater. He's going to be playing live, 78 years old, and he's still just as good as ever. Grease is definitely the word. We got a lady on the line who wants to talk to me about advertising. Sounds interesting to me, so let's get her on there. Hi, thanks for calling, doing whatever we want to do, 70s, 80s, and now. Hi, Scott. Hi. Um, I met you a little while back, but I wanted to um, talk to you about um, commercial. Yeah, definitely. The, the prices. So when can I come, or when can we meet up somewhere and talk? Well, uh, we can meet up and talk anytime you want, but uh, tell me a little bit about your business. Okay, I have, I'm have. i a full-service salon at the old um, South Phoenix. Right, and you're saying full-service salon, meaning what? What, what does um, that get? Barber, stylist, and a nail. Okay. You get barber, stylist, nails, and that's it? Uh-huh. Because full-service... Barber, hair, I mean, you know, hair and nails. Full-service in, uh, in downtown Phoenix sometimes means more. Oh, okay. Well, I know when you mean spa, when you say spa, that means things like facial and, you know, So you take facials? Everything. But I know when you say salon, that means like a barber and a... Um, right, but you, you, take, you take facials? I take facials, yes. Okay, that's all I wanted to hear. And then, <laughs> yes. uh, so, uh, so you'll, you'll take a facial. And also, 
the uh, uh, as far as full service, you're saying things like like if I were to tell the listeners full service, I would be saying full service is what. Full service is your barber, your cosmetologist, and your nail tech. And then when do when do you get the hand job? Your hands on. Yes. Um, I'm not sure. The hand job. When do, do you get that during the facial or the nails? Oh, excuse me. Say it again one more time. The hand job. Your hand job. Yes. Oh, okay. Your facials. Yes. Well, when you're a cosmetologist, you do hair, facials, and nails. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's why it's a full service. That's what I'm saying. I'm, you, you, but w- at what point, if I'm getting the full service, are you giving me the hand job? Oh, okay. Well, maybe I should redirect it. When you say full service, you're not getting like pamper, massage, and all that. This is just dealing with hair. Oh, so it's just in the hair? Yeah, hair and your facials and your nail. Oh, yeah, see, so there's when, a facial when you talk, too. When you when you go through beauty, when they say full service, when you're talking about facials and massage, you got to say spa. See what I'm I see. Okay, so there's. Where do I put my money shot? Do you have a cup? Excuse me. Money shots. Money shots. What no. are you, not available? Your money shots. Yes. What is that? Oh. You got to explain to him. I'm well, sorry. I, I, it might I, be a term of something else. Yeah, your full service is definitely not full service by downtown Phoenix standards. No. You got to include hand jobs, money shots, all that stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so you will do that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, thanks. Was was there any way you can come down to the shop and we can talk more? Yeah, for a facial. For yes, and and maybe maybe a money shot. I'll show you what that is. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll come down at noon. Today. Yes. Can I give you the address? I've got it. You got it. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Keep listening to the peak. (laughs) There it is. So they just keep calling. I don't know. So we're sorry. Please, please, peak listener, stay dumb. <laughs> I got to check out that bobber. Yeah, so what's a bobber? <laughs> <laughs> oh, met a bobber. I don't know how much it costs to get a bobber. Might catch some fish. Yeah, no, get a bobber. <laughs> Tie something to her head so she knows when they be when you need to lift her up out of the water. Well, evidently, I think I know what a bobber is now. Me too. Full service bobber. God, I love that radio station being so close to us. Just makes me happy. The best of homeless morning sickness on 98KUPD. Uh, so I got a text a little bit ago, Brady. You know that the wife trains old people. Silver yeah. sneakers is stuff she does sometimes. It's a, a nice little service she provides for elderly folks who want to work out. Oh, um, okay. Megan. I was saying when training. I wasn't sure what kind of training. Oh, she gives them hand jobs. Oh, yes, okay. yes. And performs cunnilingus yes. on the ladies. <laughs> yes, that's right, exactly right. right. You are on the right page. Okay. When I say training, of course, I mean that. Cunnilingus for the elderly ladies. Is and hand jobs for the older men. Oh. Thanks for following along, Chris. Okay. That's exactly what I meant. Anyway. <laughs> adds to, adds to this. How many frozen. people in this train? Well, you're going to feel bad in a yeah, second. Yeah, you're going to. Man. So these people are old, right? And they work yeah. out all the time. We've gotten to be pals with a couple of them, really good people, and we actually hang out with them, and they're in their 80s. They're the nicest people in the world. Well, one of them has fallen ill and, and is not you know having a great week and things are not good so i get this text and it's kind of tough because you want to be supportive and nice and all these things at home and maybe brady you would handle this better than i did because i got a text from megan that says oh it's gotten to be a mess i'll call him ted okay ted is in a seduced coma megan says his white blood cell is low this is awful 
do I fire back? Seduced coma? He was seduced into a coma? And he's got coma? one cell. And he's got one. <laughs> his white blood cell is low. That's right. <laughs> Come on. That's funny. But yeah, it's not yeah. time to be funny. Right. Well, what's the because of the history of you sure. wanting, wanting her to? I know. Get on. Well, away. not not with not with right. Ted. Oh, Ted's, Ted. Yeah, Ted's okay. different. Ted's yeah, we won't go the with Ted on that one. there. Right. But come on, you misfired. That's not the doctor. He's in a no, 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 no. The doctor moved back to. Oh damn! But it. I don't know what happened to him. That's Bill. But back to the. Seduced, I met Bill. I like Bill a lot. Seduced coma. The seduced coma is pretty darn funny. And she's you know she's down and feeling bad. But come on, there's got to be something I can fire back for that one. Seduced him into a coma, which is exactly right. Brady. John, this is the uh, this is the one play that you got to sit out on. <laughs> Damn it, I can't. It's, it's too, too good. Now. Yeah, it's too good. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, I'm sorry, your white blood cell is low. I'm going to have to unfortunately get so sexy now. You're going to go into a coma. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm a doctor. It's the right thing to do. Oh yeah. Oh, a little mood no, music. So sexy. Drifting into a coma now. Sleep. It's a deep coma. Sexy. Be very sexy. Medically sexy, of course. Maybe that's one of the new medically very medically train. seduced coma. At those technical schools. They the seduce comas? Yeah, I don't know. Coma seducer. Yeah. I don't know. Was that Bryman or whatever? Is that the one that they do the massage? The Bryman school? Yeah, they do that. <laughs> so, coma seductions. Sorry, ma'am. We've had to... Put your husband into a seduced coma. What's this? Well, that's when I do, ooh, yeah, getting so sexy. Gotta be sexy. Look at him drifting away. Why did away. you use me? Jazz hands. I'm a Jazz doctor. Hands. I'm a doctor. Dancing on fire. Dancing on fire. <laughs> <laughs> You're laying in your bed. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> Consciousness fading. <laughs> so Megan has misfired and ruined this tender moment. And I'm like, I do feel bad. It's like, oh, no, I don't want this. But then you read that and my brain says, seduced coma. I know it's not funny, but it it's is okay. kind of it's funny. Okay. Like, your part was funny. The reality of it's awful, but the seduced coma. What if you on. go to visit at the hospital and Don't. pull into the oh. parking garage and there's this bright yellow truck, Poussey wagon, on the tailgate? <laughs> <Right. laughs> seduced right into a coma. And I'm going to do it tonight when she's in bed. Uh-oh. Ooh, yeah. What are you doing? Seducing you into a coma. Wow. She'll figure it You're out now. You're awful. You're an awful person. I know. Are you new here? Double check the spelling. You yeah, have theory. to. Because, come on. What if they had the music in the background? We're going to have to do something. Oh, this is very a, important. Very, very tough moment for the family here as we, uh, if you want to come and watch this, we'll. Mm, yeah. That's what I like. Another room, a story up, glass walls, or all the doctors are watching, learning, yeah. learning the, the, the young, the interns and the orderlies and stuff. Look at this. This is oh my god, he's very seductive. Right into a coma. Mm. So anyway, she missed. She misspelled it. She goofed, and it's very awkward. Some guy does a heart transplant on a baby. Jeez, that happened last week. No kidding. They did it with a tiny heart, and the other guy in the next room seducing coma. <laughs> How do you seduce a baby into a coma? I don't know. That would be a. I think you have to There's be a, registered for that. Yeah, it's, it's gotta bring disturbing. in Sandusky for that one. I think. <laughs> bring in the big gun. <laughs> you roll him in like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> what? He started it. 
Boo. Brady's one talking about baby seduction, not me. I'm against it. Oh, heart transplants, John. Oh, but you had to seduce too the late. baby. Yeah, too it's too late. late. See, exactly. You take these serious topics and add the word seduction, and the next thing you know, horrible. So I'm rooting for him. I hope everything's all right. But damn it, that wife of mine and her fat thumbs can't text over the proper word. I, and then sometimes, you know what I'm going to do every time she says something dumb? Brady, you know what I'm going to do. Oh, boy. I'm going to seduce her right into a coma. Right there. Uh-oh. Looks like you just said cola sack again. Sleep. Sleep. Sleep right here in this cola sack. Yes, it's a sack of Coca-Cola. Now bring in the Mylar balloons. <laughs> well, it's shaped like a sack. I guess from air. I was listening to you while driving, and I was seduced right into a coma. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You just said some kind of stupid. Look at in me. the second floor of the house. Look at me right in the eye. I'm doing the shivo. Doing the shivo. <laughs> <laughs> the shivo. Do the shivo. Do the shivo. That's right. My love balloons. Oh, We're doing the shivo. <laughs> Don't let those loose. They hit a power line. We'll drop an entire neighborhood. Do the shivo. Doing the shivo. <laughs> Yep, maybe I turned to the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you've been seduced into a coma. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. And yet, can you 